At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. So you're telling me it's Thirsty Thursday, Cinco de Mayo, and we have the Stanley Cup playoffs. This is actually my version of heaven. Hello, welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony with you for the next hour live from Circus Sportsbook. Got a great show on tap. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. See that that was a Cinco de Mayo taco joke. Okay, didn't land. Will Hill from the New York City cast is going to join us in just a few minutes. Uh, we're also going to talk all things Stanley Cup playoffs with Nick Alberga, who's an NHL and fantasy uh, and betting analyst, as well as Mike Palm. We know that he is fired up about the way that this postseason has started off. I think that it's been fun. He does not, so we shall debate that. But as we get started every day here on the program, let's jump into the news and notes, things you need to know in our top five stories. We'll start in the NBA. We have no action tonight, but we did last night. The Heat took a two-games-to-none series lead on the Philadelphia 76ers, 119-103 in the victory. Miami easily covering the seven and a half. The game also goes over the 208 and a half point total. Sixers hoping to get Joel Embiid back for game three tomorrow, but who knows as of now, they are one point dogs at home. The Suns also took a two games to none lead with a 129-109 beatdown win over the Mavs. Phoenix with a 40-point fourth quarter, easily covering their six-point spread. Game went over the 217-and-a-half. Poor Luka Doncic now, who has combined for 80 points his first two games with nothing to show for it other than point props overs. If you're getting in on those, game three tomorrow with the Mavs as one-point underdogs in Dallas. Last night in the Eastern Conference NHL postseason, Hurricanes took the playoffs' first two games 
games to none series lead against the Bruins with a 5-2 win. Teams with a 2-0 lead, by the way, go on to win the series in the Stanley Cup playoffs 86.6% of the time. Carolina has now outscored the Bees 10-3 these two games, 26-4 in five meetings this season. Also defending champion Stanley Cup Lightning didn't let getting blown out on Monday stymie any resolve Wednesday. They even their series with Toronto earning a 5-3 win over the Leafs. ESPN Stats and Info put out after the game since being swept by Columbus round one in 2019. The Lightning are 16-0 following a playoff loss with a plus 31 goal differential. Insane. In the East tonight, Penguins at the Rangers. Going to see some tired legs after that 3 OT game earlier this week. Penguins came out on top in that one, but New York a minus 160 favorite to bounce back at home. Total six. And the Caps upset the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers game one as well. They're back at it. A plus 225 dog again tonight. It's our first seven goal total on the board as well. Number three in our top five, we look to the West in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Wild would not be denied on home ice last night. After getting shut out game one, they beat the Blue 6-2 to even their series at one. And the Oilers bounce back even bigger, downing the Kings 6-0 and cashing Stormy's regulation and parlay tickets everywhere. Godspeed, Oilers. They remain a minus 145 favorite for game three as this series shifts to Los Angeles tonight. We've got the Preds looking to find some life in Colorado after getting crushed by the Abs on Tuesday, but good luck. Abs laying a minus 360 price. Even the puck line's a minus 150 total in that one, six and a half. And the Stars at Flames going head to head again after a tightly contested one goal game one. Total set at five and a half. Calgary, a minus 240 favorite. Number four, if you don't know, now you know, fade the Cincinnati Reds at all. All costs on the run line. Just bet whoever they're playing every single time. Cincinnati got absolutely clapped by the Brewers last night, 18 to 4. Again this morning, 10 to 5. Real missed opportunity yesterday, by the way, not jumping on a 13 and a half alternate run line. Am I right? Jokes aside, uh, I did lay the two and a half at a plus price both games. Best decision I ever made. If someone were to be betting the Reds money line every game this season, they'd be down $1,700 and they're not just losing. They're losing by an average of four and a half runs per game. 19 of their 22 losses have covered the other team's run line. 16 have covered the alt run line. The Reds have just three wins this season. Their worst start in franchise history and worst in Major League Baseball since 2003. It's bad, which is good for us. Make a profit, people. Last one here, Debo Samuel refollowed the 49ers on Instagram, and he liked a John Lynch post. Are we saying there's a chance that Debo could be happy in San Francisco again? I despise that this is an item, mind you, but sadly, in the modern-day way of thinking about things, that's kind of how we know if a player is happy or not. It's been a very tumultuous last few weeks for the 49ers' best offensive weapon wanting out of San Francisco, so I like to see it. Debo 16-1 to lead the league in receiving yards next year the 49ers 14 to 1 in the latest Super Bowl odds time to as promised welcome in our guy Will Hill host of the New York City cast and uh Will have you been jumping in on fading the Reds I feel like it's just a lifestyle choice at this point it was just announced Embiid is out for game three so I'm getting Ooh. my bets in on the heat if you give me one second and they just took it down so I got some of it down these pesky little books all I'm trying to do is you know beat you for a little money here you think you can <laughs> let me win one uh yeah. How's it going, Stormy? What's going on? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Head down. That's breaking news. Um, so, okay. Let's talk about that series a little bit. How does that make you evaluate the series moving forward? Because honestly, my thought process was whether he plays or not. I think there could be some hesitancy when you've got an orbital bone fracture, but he hasn't practiced and now he's not playing. Uh, it's over. Now it's just a matter of is it, is it a sweep? If you're down 3-0 to even bring him you know, back for game four, 
Uh, it's too bad because this would have been a good series. I think, you know, Miami for a one seed, they're flawed. You know, their, their point differentials suggest they're a good team. This isn't a great team. I think the Sixers had some advantages uh, in the two-man game with Harden and Embiid. It's just uh, we're not going to see it. This isn't a deep team. This is a flawed roster. Embiid really made up for a lot of it, similar to Jokic with the Nuggets where – uh, you know, he he kind of cured a lot of the flaws, but without him, uh, they're just kind of drawing dead. And maybe they can, you know, hit a bunch of threes, which they haven't done in these first two games and steal one of these games and, and you know, hold out until the big fellow can come back, maybe down to one. But, uh, you know, I, we expect the heat now to, to march on and uh, possibly here in a sweep. It was a one-point spread, so we'll see what the number comes back with knowing now that Embiid is going to be out once they get that back on the board. Um, but how disappointing is it just – as somebody who has paid close attention to the series, watched James Harden throughout his career to see him be this shell of his former self and never seem to be able to rise to the occasion when his team needs him. It's tough. I think it's all caught up to him. I mean, people forget, you know, he played a lot of years in Houston. He was playing. He's not one of these load management guys, so he's playing every night, you know, 80 games a year. Not only that, he's playing a lot of minutes, uh, and he carried the team. You know, he was playing uh, – like, look, not only every night, not only a lot of minutes, but he always had the ball in his hands, got fouled a lot. And you combine that with the fact that, look, he, he's not exactly on the TB12 diet. We know he likes to go out after night after games, you know, party until, until late in the night, which, look, it's his business. But I think all of that catches up to you. And he's only, what, 32 or 33. And uh, it's obviously he's an old 32 or 33. He's really, uh, I don't know how you pay the guy. He, you know, he, he's eligible to get the max five years, $250 million. That is malpractice. You got to be, you know, you, you need to be drug tested if you give him that much money. He is totally shot. I mean, it's just, it, it's kind of sad because, uh, again, this could have been a great series. I don't know what you do if you're Philly. I, I guess you just let him walk. I don't really know. It's a tough call for Maury, who, you know, he's very close with, but uh, it, it's just a disaster for Philly. I think you mentioning his age is a great transition to take a look at this Sun series because Chris Paul turns 37 on yeah. Friday and he is aging like a fine wine. His performance in the second half, particularly the fourth quarter last night, was a thing of beauty. He's just a master. He really is. And I think. Look, I think you can still get him four or five to one to win finals MVP. I just think the Suns are much better than everybody else. I think we're kind of overlooking them. Uh, you know, they're not flashy. They don't have that typical, you know, most teams that win a title have, you know, the best player in the league, a top three player in the league. You know, Booker's a really good player. Paul's still a really good player, maybe even a great player, uh, but not top three, not top five. But, you know, this team is just so deep. They got a great home court. They defend, they shoot threes. They kind of do everything. And uh, I just think they're going to win the title. And if they do win the title, I think Chris Paul, similar to the the uh, the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, uh, it becomes a sentimentality, a lifetime achievement award for Paul. Mm -hmm. I think he's a monster favorite to win Finals MVP. Getting him at five to one to me is still a good price. I love that. Uh, I I think very similarly to you when it comes to the Suns this season, and especially like now that Devin Booker is back and he looks totally fine right compared to what we thought that he was gonna be missing a couple weeks potentially um but with Devin Booker healthy and Chris Paul playing the way that he's playing I feel like it's a no-brainer that this is the most complete team in the field at this point yeah absolutely I could see them winning a title without having to play a seventh game I think look the Warriors will give them a run for their money that's a really good team uh they're kind of coming together at the right time I think Peyton will hurt them and you know the Warriors won't be easy even the Celtics the Bucks whoever comes out of the East won't be easy that being said the Suns I think 
with home court are, are still the uh, the best team and probably the best bet to win the title right now. Well, when you look at the game specifically coming up tomorrow with Phoenix, uh, one point spread in that game as the series shifts into Dallas. Um, is that something where you're just like, hey, I, I have to back the Suns again because they've had success and been able to handle even Luka the way that they have? Yeah, it'd probably be Suns or pass. And look, it's just a matter of, you know, the Suns, they're going to win this series, whether they win it four or five. I don't think it's going six. So uh, I would expect the Suns to kind of, you know, win one of these next two games and probably wrap it up here in five. And as I'm getting all these texts, hey, they haven't <laughs> updated this line. They haven't updated that line. Try to bet the Sixers. So when we get a break, I'm going to try to fire off some bets on the uh, on the heat. So, you know, maybe maybe some of these lines, they could leave them up for a little bit longer. Let your boy get in here. I just <laughs> just want to bet the heat. You know, nothing nefarious going on. That's actually one of those things, too, when I'm live betting that, like, nothing grinds my gear more than when I see a number or a price that I really like oh. and I try to get in on it and then it moves. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm still willing to take that one. And then I press it and then it moves. Like, why are you doing this to me? The latest line that we see here is heat minus four. Do you like it? Not as much, especially when I could have had it plus one or minus one, you know, two minutes ago. But maybe there's uh, some stale lines still up there. So I'm certainly going to go hunting here in the next, uh, you know, when we go to break. Yes. Still inside. <laughs> well, here you go. You can just get going to it right now. I'm going to pay the bills real quickly and do a little bit of a tease. So you go place your bets. See uh, what we got. <laughs> remember, everybody, Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast. You can find his podcast anytime, any place on your own schedule, wherever you download your podcast. Same thing for every show here at VEASAN. So if you missed a show, you missed My Guys in the Desert, make sure you subscribe so that you can listen and download to everything on your own time. Me and producer Steph, Stephanie Kamershack, recorded a phenomenal mini pod just before the show that's gonna drop tomorrow morning you gotta get in on it continue to send us questions great stuff more with will hill on the other side we will find out what bets he plays don't you worry at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. 
At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. We're so fortunate to be joined live by Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. And um, we just talked before the break about the news that Joel Embiid is out for the 76ers against the Heat in game three. You were firing away on some bets, Will. Were you able to get in on any? Well, sad news for the Sixers that Embiid will be out. Sad news for me that I was able to get one in and then I got kind of spin cycled on the rest and I came on here. So uh, you're seeing how the sausage is made if you're in the audience right now. So these lines go quick. Sometimes you get 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds if you're lucky with big news like this to get in. So, you know, it helps to be on Twitter to, you know, follow Shams, uh, Woj, have the notifications on. And, you know, sometimes you can catch a stale line. Honestly, I mean, look, the, the points matter. It's always important to get the best number. I just can't see Philly hanging tough in this game. They are so overmatched against Miami. So wasn't able to get down as much as I want, though. Yeah, the line currently Miami minus four. They're minus 170 on the money line. Woj, though, a little bit vague in his latest tweet a couple minutes ago. They're listing him as out, but there's still progress that could be made to change his availability on Friday. I don't I don't that like this. Why are we why are we doing this? You know what I mean? Just say he's out and he's gonna be out, or just don't say anything until you know for sure, right? Yeah, I saw the Shams tweet, which was much more straightforward. He said he's out. You know, the Sixers are listing him as out. If you're out, you're out. I mean, it's usually, you know, you could list him as doubtful, questionable. You know, if you're out, you should be out, especially, you know, these leagues that are partnered with the betting companies. Mm -hmm. If you say he's out, but hey, maybe he's going to play. Well, then he's not definitely out. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, that's, Pick what, a side. Let us know. that's what I'm saying. We have those variants of terms for a reason. Um, but OK, let's look ahead to the other two series, though, moving forward. Saturday, we're going to be back with Bucks, Celtics and Grizz Warriors. Both series tied at one Warriors at home um, up from a two point favorite on the road to seven in the Bay. Are you is, is this one of those situations where given how tightly contested the first two games were that we just kind of the dogs are barking. Let's stick with it. First of all, I like the under, but you know, more importantly, you're a powerful woman. Can we talk to somebody about the schedule? We have no games tonight. These teams play Tuesday and now they're playing Saturday and the other teams play Wednesday and Friday. Like what's going on with the schedule? I don't know what's going on. Uh, and last Thursday during the draft, they had three games on. So it makes no sense to me. I, I expect you to take care of this. Make a few phone calls. I'll see what I can um, do for you. But I, I did please. think hey, maybe the guy with the New York City cast would be like, hey, I can dial in and watch the Rangers tonight. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Help, yeah, I'm just trying to help to you, my man. That's all I care about. I'm doing this for you. I appreciate you. that. <laughs> uh, I, I do like the under. I think the Bucks. Uh, you know, it's all about Giannis and the Celtics have a lot of answers, whether it's Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Horford's always done a really good job defending them. And I just think these games uh, are going to be kind of rock fights, low scoring. 
I think Milwaukee, you know, really has trouble scoring without Middleton against this great Boston defense. So uh, the first two games have gone under. They've adjusted a little bit. I don't think they've adjusted enough. Yeah, it was kind of a, a tale of two games versus when Bucks obviously dominated game one and then the Celtics came out on fire game two. But one thing that's been consistent in these Milwaukee postseason games has been the under. I think it's seven straight now for Milwaukee. But what about what about the Warriors uh, Memphis series, though? Warriors, we talked about them a little bit when you were talking about the Suns and just how competitive those are the those are the top two teams right now but the Grizz gave uh gave Golden State a little bit of a run for their money though when they were at home what a performance that was by Moran to keep them alive it's funny you know the Grizzlies could look at this and say hey we should be up two games to none we led most of game one and I'm sure the Warriors could say hey we got a few rough calls down the stretch we should be up two games to none so fascinating series a little bit of an old school series you know guys getting hurt guys getting thrown out mm -hmm. you know uh, controversy with the fans so it's fun uh I think I, I like the points here. I think the Grizzlies are, are closer to this number. I think these two teams are pretty close, uh, you know, more so than the, the number indicates. I think similar to that Grizzlies Wolves series where those two teams were pretty even. And, you know, the Grizzlies, when they were home, those lines were six and a half, seven. Uh, I just don't know that there's a whole lot that separates these two teams. The Grizzlies are more athletic. The Warriors are playing this really small lineup. Uh, I look for a close game. That six and a half looks pretty good. Seven now. Wow, that's even better. Where do you land on Draymond? I personally, I love the fire. I've enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it's fun to watch. He's a great player. Boy, it's strange. It's a different time where a guy gets thrown out of a game. <laughs> he's on the podcast later, right he's away. He's doing a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's very strange. I can't imagine. Now, he never admit it because, look, he's, it, you know, Draymond's one of his star players and he's helped him win championships. I can't imagine if you're Kerr. You know these coaches. You know how they are. You can't imagine Kerr loves that. A guy gets kicked out yeah. of a game 20 minutes later. He's doing a podcast in the middle of the playoffs. Uh, you can't you would have to imagine Kerr's not a big fan of that. And it's going to look bad if they lose this series and, you know, he's doing podcasts between games after games. It's going to be a bad look for Draymond, but I like him. It's definitely um, unique. I will put it that way. Yeah. Um, let's turn our attention, though, to a little Major League Baseball, especially considering the Yankees and Mets. Like, when's the last time that these two teams simultaneously have been clicking on all cylinders the way that they have? Yeah, it's been impressive. I mean, the Mets, you know, it's funny. DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. They haven't they haven't had him. They haven't missed a beat. It, it's really incredible. You figure when they get him back, boy, that could be a 100-win team. And, and the Yankees, you know, the bullpen's much improved. The defense is much improved. Uh, Cole's bounced back. They, they've really pitched well. So uh, those games, you know, when they play each other during the summer are going to be a lot of fun. Who knows? Maybe uh, come October they square off. I'm sure, you know, the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, some of these other teams yeah. will have something to say about that. But uh, these two teams are, are really clicking right now. Providing some good content for the pod, no doubt, here with yes. Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. Follow him at not the Will Hill. And a team, by the way, that just ended the Yankees' 11-game win streak, the Toronto Blue Jays. They're in action today against the Guardians. Toronto, pretty big favorites with Burrios on the hill. I have the Blue Jays in a, a five-leg parlay today. Wow. I've already got a couple legs that are locked in, so please tell me that you're on the Blue Jays, too, and you're not going against me. I need the parlay cash my friend a, a couple things first of all what a smooth professional segue that was to go right from the yankees to use the end of the winning streak right into the blue jays that was impressive and, i'm trying my best uh, the second thing is they still let you bet the way you cash tickets don't they limit you do you have to use a beard do you need some disguise do you have like a mustache you go in with i'm surprised yeah. they still let you bet it's cinco de mayo i've got i've got a sombrero and a mustache going up to the counter so that's how i get by that's 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 the ticket <laughs> Hey, it's all in the game. Whatever you have to do to get down. Yeah, I like Toronto here. Uh, you know, Barrios ha had a rough couple of starts, but, he, you know, I, I would expect him to pitch well against this Guardians lineup. Uh, the Blue Jays, we know how they can hit. Uh, so, you know, to me, the minus 145 is a fair price here. 
Uh, so I like the Blue Jays. I'm with you. Um, what about Rays Mariners? Another one. Tampa just swept Oakland, now heads to the Pacific Northwest for a date with the reigning Cy Young Award winning Robbie Ray. Um, how are you looking to bet this one? I got the under first five. Ray coming off a Cy Young year last year. Uh, McClanahan, he's going to compete for plenty of Cy Youngs in his career. He is a hell of a pitcher. So uh, a good battle of lefties here under three and a half for the first five. I just I have no appetite to stay up till one in the morning to sweat <laughs> out these bullpens. So I'll get in and get out. Hopefully it's you know one one after five, two one after five. Uh, I love both of these pitchers, so I'm going to go under first five. Wait, so you're not going to watch Giants Dodgers? I'll be into it. I can't be sweating. It's hard for me to sleep if I'm sitting here sweating the under seven till you know one in the morning, and somebody gives up a three run homer in the eighth. I just it's harder to sleep. My sleep gets affected. I I, I want to get in, get out and just get on with my life can't have that can't have that I do sometimes like though when I fall asleep during a game and then I wake up and if it's a win if it's a loss then I'm obviously none too thrilled but if it's a win you're just like oh there's more money in my account like that um I know that the NFL is still a while a while away for us to actually get started with preseason games week one but that doesn't mean there aren't betting opportunities on the table right now what are some things that you've been targeting yeah, I mean, it'll be here before you know it. We're already into May, so May, June, July, and then boom, August, Hall of Fame game, preseason. So it'll it'll sneak up on us. We got a little time, but uh, I really like the Chiefs draft. You know, to, to add Karloffis, the pass rusher, you know, Sky Moore's a hell of a receiver, and you're adding him to a good foundation. You know, Cook, the safety for Cincinnati, they drafted. McDuffie, who a lot of people thought would go, you know, 11, 12. He lasts to the 20s. Uh, so I've been impressed with the Chiefs, and I like Karloffis. You know, you can get him 20, 22 to 1 to win defensive rookie of the year. They're going to score a lot of points, have a lot of leads. He can just kind of pin his ears back and rush the passer. Plus they have Chris Jones. They have Frank Clark. He can't really key in on him. So uh, we've seen the last three years, the rookie sack leader has one rookie of the year. I think this is really good value on Carl office on the podcast. When you dived into the jets and giants, uh, who did you think had the better draft between those two? Both of them getting a lot of praise for how they handled things. Yeah, I thought they both did well. I thought the Jets had a really good draft. I thought they got a little too much credit just because they had so many picks. Look, when you got picks five and seven, or if you're the Jets, you got picks four and ten, you're going to come away with some good players. I don't care you know, what combination <laughs> of picks you turn in. You're going to get some good players. But uh, I thought the Jets really needed to add some talent, and I was impressed with them, especially Hall in the second round. You know, Maybe it's a little high for running back, but I thought the Jets really did uh, did a good job adding some talent, as did the Giants. So, you know, Good job all around by both those teams. And I say this a little bit in jest, but when you have that many holes, um, you're you're bound yeah. to fill some of them, right? Of course, of <laughs> course. And it's so much ammo. I mean, you're picking five and seven. You're going to get a couple good players. And look, Thibodeau fell into their lap. Mm -hmm. uh, Neil fell into their lap. They did a good job. But look, that was uh, that was pretty easy pickings right there. Hey, my man, appreciate the time as always. And keep analyzing the numbers on the heat. See what you can do. I know. We can hope for the best. Appreciate appreciate you having me on vcin.com slash podcast. You got to do it. Make sure you check out our guy, Will Hill, host of the New York City cast, putting out great fire content on a weekly basis. Coming up, it's stick and puck time. We are breaking down the four games upcoming in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs with Nick Alberga, host of the Fantasy on Ice podcast. Does this game one loser cover the puck line tonight? Find out when we come back. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Derby day is upon us. The Kentucky Derby coming up Saturday. And right now, VEASAN's offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide. Got previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including, of course, the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now, just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Welcome back to my guys in the desert. It is Stanley Cup playoff time, and I could not be more excited to welcome in our next guest, Nick Alberga, NHL betting and fantasy analyst, host of the Fantasy on Ice podcast. Also been doing great prop betting write-ups lately for Sportsnet. And as you wrote in your article, Nick, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila, four you props like that. for it. I love like it. That. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that was beautiful. You as well. Congratulations on the new TikTok account. It only took, what, seven years? Oh, great. Now I'm now I'm one of those almost 30-year-olds that's trying too hard on social media. We got Just let me live, okay? I wanted Fair. to give you a little bit of credit, though. Um, on one of your write-ups the other day, you were talking about Evander Kane and just how much he has been firing off at the net caused me to fire on an anytime goal scorer last night. And if only we could get paid multiple times when somebody scores more than one goal. I know, I know, and th and that's the life of a prop bet in general. But Evander Kane's certainly one of those guys I would look at moving forward from a shot prop point of view, and also from a goal scoring pro point of view. Stormy, we know who he plays with, and and that's Connor McDavid, right? Absolutely. What did you make of the Oilers' bounce back last night? By the way, a huge six zero win. Yeah, it's it's Jekyll and Hyde. Like you know, I've been forthright with you over the times we've been together here that uh, you know Edmonton has burned me many many times in the pocket. So I went back to the well last night. And I took the Oilers puck line and I feel better about life than I did the first time around in game one when they they stunk up the joint, which is very par for the course in the Oilers uh, for the Oilers in the postseason. So a nice bounce back effort. I still have zero faith in that team, however. Oh, no, that's so bad. I was happy for them. They got a little bit of vindication and they did do me dirty in game one because I had them uh, with a regulation win game one. And then obviously the Mike Smith situation happened, but huge bounce back. Happy for them. Um, and ideally they get the series win moving forward as well. Um, do you have any other prop bets tonight, though, that that you really I don't want to I, I want people to go read the write up. So maybe just give us one as a little tease. Okay, so my tease will be the Calgary one. Uh, I'm betting on Dallas throwing more than 16 shots on goal tonight. Like, I don't know what the hell that was there. That was, I call that like Daryl Sutter hockey porn because that was like the per perfect game for Daryl Sutter for his team to Please play. Please don't a one say game. Daryl Sutter and porn around me ever. Like, my everything is ruined. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Stormy, is that they, it's a picture-perfect game for Daryl Sutter. So along those lines, I'm expecting more shots on goal, more generation of offense tonight from Dallas. And uh, I took over uh, 25 saves from Jacob Markstrom because in the regular season, Dallas um, averaged about 30 shots on goal, and I think more back to routine tonight. Dallas, a team, obviously, that just barely squeaked their way into the postseason. I like Calgary again tonight, and I think they put up a much better offensive performance than we saw the other night. We know how stout that lineup has been throughout the course of the regular season. Do you think they get back on track offensively? Yeah, I think in general, you look at this four-game slate much more chalkier. Um, I, I'm certainly along those lines with you in this Calgary game. Like, there's no way you come out and play a one nothing game again. Come on. Like, especially on the, the Dallas side of things, they're going to try to generate more offense. And I think Calgary... We'll try to open things up a bit more. Certainly, you know, the offense they have with guys like Kachuk and Elias Lindholm and Johnny Goodrow and, you know, Noah Hannafin on the back end has been generating offense the last little while. I would definitely look at some shot props in that game. And I took the over five and a half, but I still like Calgary. I just think they're the better team, but I would combine the two in a parlay tonight.
Yeah, it'll be. I, I'm hoping that Calgary moves on. I have them in one of those series parlays that I got in. I did like a four yeah. a four team series parlay of my favorite favorites. So hopefully they come through. One team that is in that parlay, however, is the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers, who find themselves down one game to none against the Washington Capitals in Game One. How do they respond here tonight? I am forecasting the return of the puck line Panthers tonight. So I expect them to, mi- to win by more than, uh, you know, one and a half tonight. Um, I think another big time factor is Tom Wilson. Uh, doesn't sound like he's going to play tonight. And I think his his future in this series is in doubt. And for all that's made of Tom Wilson, he's a really good hockey player. And without him, the Capitals is just not the same team especially from a depth point of view. So I would certainly shade towards Florida in this game. I think if you're looking for juice, I think you take them in regulation, but I think there's better value to be found on the puck line in this game. But I think the Panthers bounce back in a big way. And to give another prop, I like Jonathan Huberto over a point and a half in this game. Only 13 times in 81 regular season games, he was held pointless, and he went pointless in game one the other night. All right, yes, jump on it. And to your point about Tom Wilson, not only what he brings just from like a goal scoring and leadership standpoint, but the physicality, you know, he's just one Mm -hmm. of those guys that's an annoyance. Um, And I was, I don't know about you, but how surprised were you to see the way that Florida was unable to put their foot on the gas in the third period? I feel like that's kind of been their calling card is that they close out games when they have a lead. It's certainly been, uh, you know, a theme for this team throughout this season. I would just add that I was on uh, the Washington Capitals to score the first goal in that mm-hmm. game because uh, I did a bit digging. They had, they had allowed the first, or the first goal in 13 of the last 20 games of the regular season. You can make that 14 to 21. I'm not sure I'm going to hop back in on that. I think the Panthers are going to be a rather motivated team. But yeah, I think if you're the President's Trophy winners and it's game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs and you're projected to win the Stanley Cup, you have to have that Mariano Rivera in you where you got to close a hockey game. So I think it was uh, unacceptable, but I think the Panthers can learn from that moving forward. Well, one team that is a favorite to win the Stanley Cup that had no problem putting their foot down on the gas pedal was the Colorado Avalanche. Scored five goals on 13 shots against David Riddich to start off that first period against the Preds. Um, Preds obviously really struggling without UC Saros in net. What do you make of game two? Well, firstly, I think we have to strip uh, big save Dave Riddick of his uh, moniker and his uh, title (laughs) there because he's not making saves anymore. It's been like a two-year occurrence. Uh, So it's going to be Connor Ingram tonight. And I get the ideology for John Hines and the Predators try to catch lightning in a jar here, so to speak. But good luck. Uh, I I thought Nashville was – I thought Colorado was in trouble regardless of UC Saros and his certainty and status playing in this series. Clearly, he's not playing in game two. So I'd go back to the well probably. I don't even know there's enough value there to go to Colorado on the puck line. Maybe you look at minus two and a half – Uh, or plus two and a half, I should say, for Nashville to stay at least involved in the conversation as opposed to game one where their doors are blown out. They were down 4 nothing, like 15 minutes into that game. Certainly look at some shot props on the power play. Kale McCarr assists. I got a prop on a Nazem Kadri assist tonight. So I think there's some value in the prop department in this game. But I think think Colorado's going to walk in this series. And the other thing I would look at, how do you keep laying the line at six and a half? I would hit the over again tonight, too. Yeah, surprised that they didn't tick that one up to seven, especially since the Avs covered yeah. the total themselves last game. Um, <laughs> but they they have True. been on fire, and I like the way that you approach that because you have to get a little bit creative sometimes when you have these hefty prices. That is a regular season price. You don't expect to see those in the playoffs. Uh, Penguins-Rangers, this is by far the game that I am most excited about coming up tonight, seeing whether or not the Rangers can come out, tie the series at one at MSG, we know the success they had against Pittsburgh in the regular season. It didn't work out game one. I'm I'm still just tired from watching that game going to three overtimes, but how do you evaluate their status here in game two? 
And again, the sidebar story of Louis Domingue, the mm -hmm. third string goalie, which again is a theme throughout this league and supposedly was eating spicy pork and broccoli <laughs> during one of the intermissions. Like you couldn't pick anything else. You're a multi-million, but he went with spicy pork and broccoli. I guess he had no envisions of actually entering the hockey game, but lo and behold, he did. Casey DeSmith uh, gets cramps. He's injured, made 48 saves and credit to Domingue because he has not been a good goalie in this league for a long period of time, looking at a 905 save percentage and around a three GAA. So with that in mind, I like the Rangers to bounce back. I know it hurt big time to lose that game in triple OT of Genny Malka with a tip to win it, but I expect the Rangers to bounce back, win this one tonight. Cause quite frankly, I just have zero faith mm -hmm. in Louis Domingue. I mean, the guy likes surrendering goals. He's just not one of the premier guys in this league. He's a third stringer at best. So I would actually position myself for the over five and a half as well in this one. I love that. He is a career minor leaguer. It was super impressive what he did in that situation, stopping yeah. all 17 shots that came his way. But now you have the pressure on your shoulder as well. Like That was all adrenaline that he was playing on the other night. Mm -hmm. Now you come into this game knowing you're the starter, having only played four NHL games in your career, a little bit of a different approach coming into the playoffs in this spot. Certainly, and I think it would add, like, anybody who's played sports, even growing up, when you know you're playing a team or a goalie or whatever sport you're playing and you know there's somebody on the other team that's inferior to you or your team, there seems to be a bit of a sag. And that's exactly what I saw from the New York Rangers in that game when Louis Domingue came in. Like, if you, if you saw Louis Domingue come in, and with all due respect to the guy, I'm throwing everything at the night, at the net. So I would look from that sort of perspective as well tonight. The Rangers up their shot count. I'm actually looking at Artemi Panarin to pick up maybe a point or two, maybe a goal. I got the, sh uh, the goal prop on Panarin. I just think there's value there, and I think the Rangers game plan has to change a tad because it was very similar. As somebody who covered the e-bug game with Carolina and David Ayers years ago, oh, it was a sag, yes. like shoot the puck. The, the Leafs didn't want to shoot the puck, and I felt like the Rangers didn't want to shoot on Domingue the other night. That game will forever be just like one of my favorite moments. He is famous in Carolina. <laughs> um, appreciate all the time as always, Nick, and good luck with your bets. Thank you. You as well. Take care. Yes, go Rangers. Absolutely, I am on it. When we come back, I will lay out my final plays of the evening in the NHL as well as Major League Baseball. And Mike Palm, VP of Operation, host of Odds On with Circa and here at VSIN will join us in studio. Do not go anywhere. More action on the other side of this break. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on v the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Well, look no further than these three letters, Z-Y-N. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, and Amal Shah's personal favorite, Citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back here to the program. Time quickly for my official plays of the evening and taken by Stormy. We will start with the NHL. And like I mentioned with Nick Alberga, I'm all over the New York Rangers tonight on the money line. I know that they are trying to avoid overtime at 
all costs. So if you want to go regulation at plus 109, there's some value there as well. But New York obviously has a distinct advantage in net with Igor Shostakovich. The Penguins don't have Tristan Jari. They don't have Casey DeSmith. And I don't think that the spicy pork and broccoli is going to help Louis Deming tonight. Personally, New York gets back on track and they play against the Penguins the way they did in the regular season. I also like the Calgary Flames on the 60-minute line against the Stars. This is the one series I feel like that's really epitomized the thought of playoff hockey, the tight checking, the defensive stout things that we have seen here. Calgary only scored one goal, which is hyper uncharacteristic for this group. So I think offensively they take off in a different way here. The Flames didn't allow that line of Jason Robertson, Rope Hints, and Joe Pavelski to have a single high danger chance, and they were minus four shots on goal five on five. So let's keep the defensive effort up as well. I have a parlay that ties in the Rangers, the Panthers to bounce back, and the Avalanche tonight at plus 200. So roll with that. And then in Major League Baseball, you already know, I just I just bet the Mets every day now. Plus 145 money line today. Um, back to them in the first five as well. Third series already between these two where the Mets took four of six. And you're telling me I'm going to get one of the best teams in baseball at a plus money price. I'm on board. And I've got the Astros run line today as well. I know a lot of people are high on the Tigers as an underdog. I just don't see it personally. Join now on set by Mike Palm, VP of Operations here at Circa, host of Odds On with Amal Shah. I know you like that little nod to his personal favorite of citrus, right? Don't forget mango. And the, mango? The food-grade ingredients are the real selling point. Obviously. I'm happy to have you on set with us again. You're giving me every time that, that Mike comes on the show, I think that he just likes to give me evil eyes. I don't know where they come from from, but you're staring into my soul on a regular basis. Happy to have you with us, though, and talk through some of these NHL games. I was praying for drink in my cup or little cup, big cup, or but we got the place. Taken by I saw your, I saw your tweet. I mean, you're you're like this uh, winners and whiners with the percentages in each sport. Now you become <laughs> a full tout. Don't do that to me. Full Don't. tout zone full here. Tout? Full tout zone here. Oh, for my gosh. No, storm was, flags flying here. Absolutely not. But I was, I was happy with the way that my month went. You're an NBA so... expert? No, you win not every at all. NBA game. I had a really <laughs> good stretch of NBA though, and I mean regression is due. I'm fortunate that I'm finally getting back on track with hockey. I had the coldest of the cold streaks the last two right weeks at the of end the regular of the year? season. So bad that I just avoided the last week of the regular season altogether because I just couldn't do it. Let me ask you a question, and and this is I'm speaking to someone that bet heavy on the Rangers minus 120 to win the series, that has the Rangers at 26 to one to win the cup. Why is everybody talking about Louis Domingue like he's never played in the NHL before? He's he was Vasilevsky's. This year, he was Vasilevsky's number two for three years in Tampa. He had his own personal 11-game winning streak uh, two years ago. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't feel that much more comfortable now that it's Louis Domingue instead of Casey DeSmith. I do. You do? I you do. think there's a big drop-off? I mean, I think that either way, that it was in trouble a bit. I do. Mm. Neither guy is – I mean – I Louis Deming is a career minor league player. He's like 30 Penguins years old. Penguins were He's better than the forever. Rangers in game one. I don't think they will be in game two. Okay. I don't. I think Mika Zibanejad or Tommy Panarin, mm -hmm. these guys are going to get going. Shesterkin had no shot on three of those four goals. I mean, it's not his fault. He made 78 saves. How tired must he be oh. today, though? Well. Truly. Faced 83 shots. I feel like waking up yesterday, those guys all just had to be dead. It, it's huge. They, it's a must win tonight. They can't go it down 0-2 with this team. Uh, the garden should be rocking. I want to talk about the other game you mentioned, Calgary. This is the way playoff hockey should be played. Mm -hmm. This is the way. They're not pinching up for loose pucks in the offensive zone. They get back. They don't give up the odd man rushes either side. I mean, five minutes in, they have that faceoff win. And Dallas, one of the best faceoff teams in the NHL. Calgary gets the offensive zone faceoff. Tic-tac goal. 
boom, they beat, beat Ottinger with a quick shot there. And that was it the whole game. I mean, and it wasn't because there was a lack of action. That was a tremendous game. I feel like these playoffs so far have been very disappointing, Stormy. So sloppy. I think there's been 10 5-on-3s in 12 games. What is going on with all these penalties? I have to tell you, <laughs> I the holy penalties, especially when you look at the Canes-Bruins game oh. and the Leafs-Lightning game last night. Mm. It was like combined for 26 penalties in those two games. How does that happen? There's like. It's hard to win a it's hard to win a game when you're on a PK the entire time too. Like I'll say that. It's uh, it, there's very little five on five hockey so far, and there's very there's only been three competitive games. Yeah. That's it out of twelve. So I hope things turn around here. I kind of was relieved though yesterday at some of the non-competitive games. Like I really <laughs> needed the Oilers to get back oh. on track yesterday. I have them to win the series. I, you're okay there. Mike Smith played poorly in Game One. They're, they should beat the Kings. They absolutely <laughs> dropped the ball on Game One. They should have won. Um, and quite frankly, when I look at the Rangers Penguin series, though, too, that goal getting disallowed and thinking that you won the game in that moment, like that's super hard to overcome. I just I like the Rangers tonight. I hope they're not too down on their luck. That's the great thing about these athletes, though. They're so used to being in these situations that they can temper those emotions. Hockey players are so even keeled that I hope they're OK today. Are you concerned about the Panthers at all? Um, not as much as I thought that I would mm. be. I know that a lot of people thought if there was one upset to be had, that it would be the Washington Capitals. But I, because like the wide open style that Florida plays, right? If you can't score four goals a game, how are you going to win these games? But at the same time, I just feel like when they do put their foot on the gas and when they're playing at their peak offensively, no, it's they're hard to touch. They are, but they have to convert that D to O and get all those odd man rushes. And I think Washington did a good job of, of stopping that in game one. And then they get two third period goals. That was the one frustrating thing for me watching that game. Is like I feel like their only opportunities were off the rush. Mm -hmm. Like, And that can't be right. how you play a hockey game in the postseason. So we'll see if that changes today. I certainly hope it does. They are a team that has never had that situation on home ice, having a third period lead and <laughs> losing the game. They were 22-0 to that point. On the season, it was only once that they lost, and it was an overtime loss. They had one of the best records in the history of the yeah. NHL this year. Think about and that. And they're so good at home. So bounce back, Florida. I need just something fierce. What's your favorite series? Well, I think I said this before the series. I'll say it again. Blues Wild go seven. I can't tell you who's going to win. Mm. Doesn't matter home ice. I don't think in this series. I think these teams are really evenly matched. Although 6-6 six, six is the goals, in the, but it was two four-goal margin mm -hmm. of victories. I think that's the best series of the first round. As it goes back to St. Louis, who do you think has the edge there? Well, the, the series of pick them now. I said before the the series started, you have to take St. Louis plus 140 if you can get it. But now at a pick them, I would take the Wild and come back with the Wild um, because I think it's a toss-up, and the Wild obviously do have um, you know do have the ability to go to St. Louis and win on the road. How many games does Boston win? Zero. You think Kane? What's Bruce it? Cassidy doing? Why wouldn't you start Swayman in game two? Oh, he's young. He's never made a playoffs. <laughs> what, were they not going to start Ottinger in Calgary because he had never started a playoff game before? We're going to wait till we get back to Dallas down 0-2? You got to let him play. Allmark was terrible in game one, and you got the same result in game two. You're my favorite. I love it. It's oh, terrible. <laughs> let's talk a little bit of baseball here quickly because oh. I was laughing this morning listening to you break down the Madison Bumgarner situation, and I was like, after last week when we talked about Kenny Pickett, now we have new hands to talk about. Yeah, the smallest chance ever. <laughs> How about the quarterbacks? Nobody got drafted anywhere close so to the number. So bad. No, nothing. Everybody was doubled up of their number except Pickett in this draft. I could not believe how far all of those guys fell. Wow. 
The, the and how badly I love the tweet. I can't remember who put it out, but talking about how how badly all of the broadcasters wanted a quarterback yeah. to go every oh, pick. They're talking about it Des every pick desperately. Um, that was ridiculous yesterday. Dan Bellino, who's a lawyer from the Chicago area. If you wanted to throw Madison Bumgarner out because he walked off the mound thinking it was strike three in the previous, just throw him out. You got to you got to stare into his eyes while massaging his literally over 30. And not looking at his hand, just looking at right at him. And you know what he said? <laughs> He said, take your time, yeah. and he threw him out. Did you see the Josh Tower said on the show with me and him all today, he says, we curse at the umpires all the time. You don't get thrown out because you say a swear word. Did you see the fake like meme about the one little piggy, two little no, piggy? No, I didn't. Yeah, there was something. He, was like, he said, oh, if you wanted to play one little piggy, two little piggy, you should play that at home or something. But, you know, the, the Diamondbacks telecast did a great job with Bob Brindley. They went back and showed um, Eliezer Hernandez, the Marlins starting pitcher, and his foreign substance check at the end of the top of the first, he walked over and Adrian Johnson, the third base umpire, literally just ran his hand across his and oh they didn't gosh. even stop. Oh my And then you gosh. got this, uh, this uh, unsettling massage going on with Dan Bellino <laughs> over there. He should be suspended. He really unsettling should. Unsettling massage. It, it was you unsettling. You thought Deshaun Watson had it bad. How about this umpire? Mm, I won't <laughs> go there. Stephanie Me in my ear just cringed so hard. Love it. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Sad that we didn't have Derek Stevens with us today. He's, He's in, out San in San Diego, Diego. again. He's Buy a house the there. Dream. He's Get something the in dream. Coronado, Derek. Go Padres. <laughs> go whoever's playing the Reds every day. <laughs> and go Mets. That's a wrap. Thank you to Mike Palm. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.